0: I don't know if you watched Mad Men, but imagine if you'd told Don Draper that he would be able to individually target consumers and send moving ads directly into their pockets. The man probably wouldn't have been able to cope, but that's where advertising is at in 2017. And it's not just the big players who are benefiting.
1: Red Business with Jonathan Healy. Combine all your lines of communication and simplify the game. Search Vodafone One Net Business today.
0: And you're very welcome to this episode of Red Business. I'm Jonathan Healy and this week we're going to talk about something that is becoming a bigger issue for a lot of core companies for obvious reasons. You're trying to get your message out there, you're trying to get people aware of your product. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to get into their pockets. You're going to get onto their Facebook, their Twitter, their LinkedIn and all the various different social media that are redefining the advertising industry. We're going to hear from Facebook directly in a little while. But first of all, we're going to speak to our panel who are with us here in the Red FM studio. First of all, Judy Hopkins, Director of Hopkins Communications. Hello, Judy. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? I'm very well. I'm going to make a mess of this, but I'm going to try it anyway. (laughs) Fritz Potheater. From the Imperial Hotel, the general manager. How was that, Fritz? You, you almost got there, Jonathan. What almost. Is, but go on, give us the... It's p- actually Fritz Bordhitter, a nice Afrikaan surname. Yeah, I'm not going to get that right, but <laughs> forgive me as we go on. And we've Rachel O'Connor from, from Travel Counselors Ireland as well. Rachel, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Jonathan. This has changed the complete landscape. And Judy, I'll go to you first of all, because this is a lot of what you do. Yeah. How has social media made a complete mess and disrupted the traditional advertising industry?
2: Well I suppose in in the past it has been very much about traditional so television, radio, print etc and in the last number of years obviously we've seen the the growth of the digital era Um, and now I suppose with our clients both nationally and globally we're doing integrated marketing campaigns so it's not just the traditional anymore you have to tie it in with your social media you have to tie it in with your online advertising and so on and Facebook plays a huge part in that.
0: Uh, Let's Talk about your company, right? Hopkins Communications, founded by your mom of course. Yeah. It, back in those days it was putting something in the newspaper maybe uh, it could be a social and personal ad it yeah. could be a full page could be a little thing in the corner yeah. are people doing that anymore?
2: They are they are because I suppose people still want the physical newspaper in front of them people are still watching the television but it's just about tying in the two together so you might have for example a hashtag in your ad or you might have a specific landing page to a website to try and tie it all in together well, You can
0: click on that though I mean you're clicking the piece of paper it doesn't go anywhere
2: No but everyone's using multi devices now. So if you're watching television, you might have your laptop or your smartphone or your, you know, your iPad in front of you as well as the newspaper or the magazine. So it's very accessible. It's very easy to do. Also, if you are doing it on a magazine, if you were using, say, a QR code or something like that, you can literally scan it and it'll bring you to that web page. Yeah, I never
0: got the QR code. things. too much effort. I mean, <laughs> you have to scan it. Much too much effort. Um, let's talk to you, Fritz, because the hotel industry changed a lot as well and and you guys are going down this route aren't you
3: we are I think you know about 18 months ago we, we sort of took a big decision to really start looking at how we how we how our brand is seen and perceived on social media um, we looked at Facebook and in the past sort of 18 months we've invested heavily on looking how we we are putting our brand out there um, and how we communicate to that audience. It It's interesting, Jonathan, I read this morning just quickly that um, at the moment there's 1.94 billion users on Facebook at the end of March. That's a huge audience, and that's an audience that's at our fingertips. Uh, and Judy spoke about print media. We, we still rely on print media, but I think... Through social media, from our hotel perspective, we've realised we
0: can actually communicate on a one-on-one basis with a very large audience. Yeah, there's there's double-edged sword there, which I want to come back to later on. But Rachel, let, let's talk to you. Travel Counsellors Limited, are you kind of a modern travel agency? So whereas before you would have gone in two of travel that I want to go to Fongarola for a week <laughs> uh, are you the modern equivalent of that
4: we'd like to think so so we're a travel agency with a twist so we offer a really personal one to one service which is totally different to what you'd find on the retail um, high street so um, your travel counsellor is all about providing that personal service getting to know you and giving you exactly what you want from your holiday and your travel experience so
0: it is a way of connecting with people that's what you're looking for in social exactly media. so is the it?
4: relationship is what is really really important to travel counsellors so it's all about getting to know that customer finding out what they want what they're looking for and exceeding those expectations
0: The funny thing about all of this right is I'm terrified of Facebook I just think it is the most inherently creepy form of social media which made the next conversation I had a little bit awkward because I had to meet with the head of public policy with Facebook Ireland and her name is Niamh Sweeney and she was down at the Booster Business event on Customs House Key there was 400 SMEs there it was was a great morning, but she gave me an insight into the number of people who are using Facebook right now and how they're using it.
1: Red Business with Jonathan Healy. Never miss an opportunity when you simplify the game. Search Vodafone One Net Business today.
5: So you've about 70-plus million businesses around the world who have a presence on Facebook. About 5 million of those are advertising, but that's still 65 million businesses who are just using the platform to reach people present their product, build a brand, get people a, a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on. So it's, it's sort of changed from the old days where you know, being able to have that kind of reach was the preserve of the big guns, the Coca-Colas, the P&Gs. Now, small brands all over Cork and all over Ireland are able to reach people. And I suppose it's just about making sure that you are visible to the people who want your products. It's about
0: ability to connect as well. Uh, old-fashioned advertising, you'd put something in the newspaper or on the radio or on television... And you live in the hope that the person you wanted to reach could get it. Facebook is very different. explain how
5: well, I suppose it's about reaching a particular target market. like you say with a newspaper, you knew there was a broad reach, but you didn't know exactly who was reading it or, or when they were reading it with a product or a platform like facebook. I mean you heard one of the uh, one of the businesses boob uh, babyboo.ie they make bibs for babies they're targeting women they're targeting mothers they're targeting godparents who are looking to buy a gift for their children but like one of the examples they used today was that they might post at 3am when mothers are up doing a feed because they know people are online at that time so it's about figuring out who you're trying to reach be they of a particular gender of a particular age group be they uh, located in a particular part of the country figuring out when they're online the kind of content they want to engage with video is huge You, you tend to find that people will spend more time watching a video than they will looking at written content so it's figuring out what works for your audience and making sure you have that back and forth dialogue with them because exactly the kind of content that you've described from the days of old it's a one-to-many platform but there was no opportunity for somebody to give you feedback so like that baby boo uh, huckleberry donuts they're taking the feedback from their customers they're designing new donuts in in line with what their customers are telling them they want to get so it's that kind of dialogue and interaction that just didn't happen in the past and it's all happening in one place
0: you mentioned how video is huge. Facebook is clever. What you do is you start that video rolling, whether you press play or not. How big a difference did that make when you introduce that to the timeline?
5: It's huge. So what you're looking for is what they call that thumb stopping moment. So somebody's scrolling through their news feed. they're seeing stuff from their friends and family, and then you as a business or a public figure or whoever else, a publisher, you're trying to fit in with that content, but also get them to stop on it. So... I suppose that's why you don't see um, the same sort of slick advertising a lot of the time. It's the kind of photos and videos that might look like they fit in with what your friends and family are posting. But it's when it starts to autoplay as you're scrolling past it, if you can capture their attention within the first three seconds, you've got them. And that's when they'll stop.
0: And that three seconds is important. Mm -hmm. Years ago, it used to be, you know, let it roll and five seconds you could click on. Is it down to that? It's down to three seconds. If you don't make that impact, then...
5: It sounds like a really short period of time, but it's enough to get somebody to stop. They stop with their thumb and they stop the scrolling. So that's all it takes. A lot of people will use captions as well because a lot of people will use their phone with the sound off. So it could be the visuals of it, it could be your location, it could be what you're doing, it could be the props you have or the products that you're trying to showcase or even just that you're having a chat with somebody who's well-known. But if it's enough to, get, to pull them in those three seconds is all it takes. What are people's expectations
0: about videos like that? Uh, Because you have, obviously, the big guns who will spend millions on an ad that mightn't be as impressive as somebody who did something themselves on their iPhone. How do you get that magic formula?
5: So It doesn't have to be fancy, and you don't have to spend money on it either. That's the other thing. So of the 70 million businesses who are using Facebook globally, and that number is growing at about 1 million a month, only 5 million are advertising. So you can use it to expand your reach, but you can reach an awful lot of people if you've got good content. um, And again, it doesn't have to be slick. It doesn't have to be well produced. It can all be done on an iPhone. You heard Jason from Huckleberry Donuts there saying, "Look, it doesn't matter how good it is, so long as you're making a connection with people." So don't feel like you have to get somebody in from you know somebody, some freelancer from RT who's going to cut a slick video for you. It, it really doesn't matter. But you can have huge reach. And again, it's all about just making sure that you're timing it well. You're targeting the right people. You're um, you're just making it available so that they can consume it. How
0: do people? kind of justify putting money into this because look small businesses these are the guys you're talking about they don't have a huge advertising budget so you know how can they justify spending maybe a couple of hundred quid maybe just a couple of quid
5: I would say start small so start trying to get traction without spending anything once you've figured out what people are responding to start putting a small budget behind it again you heard babyboo.ie saying they post a few times a week they'd see if the post is getting traction first so if people are responding to it if they are in that first half hour they might put nine or ten euro behind it and you can reach thousands of people for doing that I think that's one of the big mysteries for a lot of people they assume that if you're going to reach tens of thousands of people you're going to have to put hundreds or thousands behind it you really don't and you'll start to see you know I'll put money behind this kind of video that's going to work. With this kind of audience, I'll put money behind this kind of video at this time of the day because that's when people are responding to it. But testing is really what it's all about. So don't start off by putting huge money behind it. You won't see the return for it. You build gradually over time. You figure out what works. And again, like I say, it's more about the content. Uh, If you get the content right, a lot of the rest will follow.
0: I'd imagine traditional advertisers really hate you guys because this is so disruptive in terms of getting a a product to market or anything to market that you know you really have come in and reinvented the wheels not just yourselves also google do a lot of this and to a lesser extent other social media like twitter i mean is that something that you're proud of is that you've managed to do something so quickly to change the market
5: i suppose it's just about making it accessible to people we don't really think about trying to disrupt one thing or the other it's just facebook is all about innovation one of our one of our main mottos is move fast. So people just come up with ideas and they constantly try and share them. And the thing about it is, like if you think about a business page, we are constantly involving the, the functionality around that. You heard my colleague John talking today about the future for messaging. So a lot of people, they don't want to do that kind of very public messaging with businesses anymore. They want to do it privately one-to-one. So we're evolving that technology, but any business can access it for free. So I guess it depends on which way you're looking looking at it. It's, it's whether you're talking about making this cool product available to lots of businesses, and they don't have to pay anything. So all they're worried about is making sure they're connecting with their customers and creating the right content to do that, and we take care of the rest.
0: I don't know how long you've been with Facebook, but it's all a bit mad, isn't it? I mean, you say Facebook's motto is move fast. It's almost impossible to keep up because, you know, you'll bring out a new product and another six weeks later there's another update and there's, you're able to do more things. Where does this end, do you think?
5: <laughs> I mean, we're at 1.9 billion users globally now. Um, we're at 2.8 million people in Ireland using it every month, 2.3 using it every day. And actually the main thing to take out of that is that of those 2.3 million people using Facebook in Ireland every day, 2.1 million of them are using it on their mobile phone. So where does it end? I couldn't tell you. I hope we continue to grow and flourish. But really, it's, um, it's about people at the end of the day. So they're connecting online in the way they tradi- traditionally did offline. And the more people want to connect and, uh, and grow their networks and, and grow those, those connections that they have, I can only see it going from strength to strength.
1: Red Business with Jonathan Healy. Teams work better when you simplify the game. Search Vodafone One Net Business today.
0: Niamh Sweeney, Head of Public Policy with Facebook Ireland there, talking to me on a fairly noisy custom house key, but that's all the that lorries passing by, showing that the economy is doing well, so we won't complain too much. Um, what she was saying, Judy, about video. Mm-hmm. How important is video now? Because we all have video cameras in our pockets. It's how you use them, so to speak.
2: Absolutely. Video, I think, is imperative when it comes to social media. Um, We always recommend that our clients do it. We carry out videography for them, be it from an iPhone or be it a really well-produced video or even um, a slideshow of images with background music and voiceover, whatever it may be. It is important, uh, especially on Facebook, because you've got the whole pre-roll going on with Facebook. I would recommend... Now, bear in mind, I'm not on the Facebook, right? On the the Facebook The the pre-roll,
0: as far as I understand, <laughs> when your timeline goes up and then the yeah. video starts to play and yeah. everybody feels really happy because they think 600 million people have seen my videos mm-hmm. but most people have just gone Boop and it's gone up the screen it pre-rolled but you didn't watch it
2: Mm -hmm. well to be fair Facebook with video video is the one that is watched more like if there's a lot of imagery in your timeline you're probably going to scroll through it but if it's video you are going to be intrigued as to what it's about and I suppose it's all about how you present it as well and your targeting so yes you can put it up organically that's fine Um, but obviously the way Facebook has changed not a lot of your existing audience will see that video so you do need to boost it or advertise it as well you
0: know. And, and I suppose Fritz you've only started looking at video now so you're mm. doing a lot more of this. Correct. You've got great stuff to work with though. You've got all that lovely food. You've got the very nice white table restaurants. You've got everything. You've got
3: the raw material. Very much so. And I, you know we were earlier we had this discussion. The, the key for us was to establish ourselves and talk about the brand and about what the Imperial represents and about the history of the hotel to try and connect with people. You know, we recently posted an image, a beautiful image of Princess Grace leaving the hotel in nineteen sixty one. So the traction that mm. got was absolutely mm. amazing. It's 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 not about a hot sell, it's about reaching out, connecting with people and getting them to understand
0: what you're about. Um, and did I think did, did she leave a Facebook post saying what it was like or bought it did, did Princess Grace leave a Facebook <laughs> post we're still
3: waiting for that one to come back Jonathan I th- we're, hopeful. we're hopeful
2: it is all about emotion though I think very as much well so. you know yeah. it's about yeah. kind of nostalgia it's about it humor is. it's about puppies it's about you yeah. know it's very much playing with the emotion of the user so I think once people tap into that it's an emotional level. it can be very much yeah very much and so. you
3: were you were just saying there about video are oh, people just gonna switch off that video well I think if you've both to connection, whether that's Mm -hmm. with one person or 10,000 or in our case at the moment, we've got about 28,000 active followers through the three different platforms that we use once you've built that connection, people are interested in what you're going to do next. Mm. And if you are launching a specific package, which we are, which we will be doing in the next couple of weeks. Or so
0: I think they will tap into that because you've built that connection and that relationship. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, you've got good material to work with as well because you've got beaches and, and sunny exactly. holidays. We're,
4: uh, we're really, really lucky with travel experiences, although they're not tangible. They're absolutely amazing yeah. things that everybody visual. wants to share. Yeah. So visual. Yeah. So video works really, really well. We're really lucky, whether it's a customer or a travel counsellor. Abroad or experiencing something unique, they get to share that with us in video content, which works amazingly. Um,
0: we're speaking with Judy Hopkins from Hopkins Communications. Fritz Pohiter, nearly, almost there. Almost, yeah, GM, Give you another uh, twenty minutes uh, or so. General Manager of the Imperial <laughs> Hotel and Rachel O'Connell from Travel Counselors Ireland. I mentioned earlier, Fritz, hmm. that it can be this double-edged sword. So when you are putting yourself on Facebook. It's not like you put an ad in the paper years ago because people couldn't talk back to you. Mm-hmm. Now they can get directly back to you and talk to your hotel. And I'm sure that on occasion someone has a has an occasionally bad experience that they post about. It. What do you do with that? Well, we've never had any of
3: these now, are we kidding, Jonathan? <laughs> of course, it happens at the competitors. Uh, now, I think... Uh, you know, we, we manage our Facebook page and our social media interactions like I would manage the hotel. It's a face-to-face conversation. So if someone, if someone first of all, we're visible like we are through our social media, but secondly, if someone says they're not happy with something, we confront it face-on. We, we say that we're sorry, we hold up our hands, and we discuss how we can make it better and make sure that through that interaction, the consumer, that specific consumer, but also the wider person out there, can see that we've
0: learned from that experience
3: and we're honest about it.
0: Sometimes people though in the heat of the moment are just wrong that you know you might end up in a raging row with somebody who's just not going to back down, even if you're in the right. How do you deal with that? I think I think you know the
3: the general sort of perspective from a hotelier's perspective is the customer line is always right. Simple as that. So even if even if you do feel that there is an instance, which to be fair is quite rare, um, that potentially you're not at fault, you're always going to say first and foremost, sorry. You're going to apologise. Not necessarily that you did something wrong, but you apologise that someone is upset.
0: Um, and I think that's the tack to take with it, to be honest with you. And Judy, there's a temptation sometimes for people who are in this scenario. Uh, oh, we might go viral here. Wouldn't mm. it be great if we went viral and I'm going to be cheeky to this guy? It's dangerous, isn't it?
2: It is dangerous. Um, but I think some brands in the States, actually, to be fair to them, when a client has been wrong, they have done the whole viral thing and it has been funny. But I think, especially with Ireland, people buy people. I agree. And, could and, agree with you, know, So it's,
0: it's the equivalent of, you know, picking up the phone and having the conversation exactly. and talking somebody down, which yeah. is what you do in that situation Yeah, it.
2: and I think one thing that we always say is that if it happens online, deal with it online, take it offline then, and then post about it again online saying, you know, thank you for, for working with us to, through this issue or whatever it may be. But I, I very much think that, especially in Ireland, people do buy people and, you know, you'd want to be very careful about Mm. going viral and and having this kind of negative connotation.
0: Rachel, do people contact you directly? You obviously have PMs and DMs on social media. Do you get a lot of that?
4: Exactly. So it works really um, different for us because not only do we have the main travel counsellors Facebook page but individual travel counsellors run their own pages as well. So there's a lot of monitoring going on. So a lot of messages would come through the main um, Travel Counsellors Ireland Facebook page and again, if for any reason that was a negative thing, you're going to take that opportunity to pick up the phone and chat to that customer Um, and again if it came online and it was publicly on the page you not only do you pick up the phone and talk to them after getting their number through private message but you want to come back online again and show to people that you have taken the time to speak that speak to that customer or that individual to to resolve things don't ignore them exactly Mm -hmm. you can't definitely Definitely not you can't be seen
0: Um what I always tell people these days is how the industry has completely changed. That it, Ten years ago, take a, uh, let's take a big company like Coca-Cola. And you had the executives in Coca-Cola sat in a room and they had €1 million Euro to spend on advertising. They said, we're going to spend half a million on newspapers and half a million on TV and radio. And everybody went out of the room happy knowing that the ads are going to be on newspapers, TV and radio. Fast forward now to 2017... And the same people are in the same room saying, we're going to spend half a million on social media and we're going to spend half a million on all the others, which means that it's a challenging environment for that traditional media. But that spend, it can be, Judy, a lot easier to trace. Whereas, yes. you know, you're you're relying... Uh, on maybe older methods with mm. traditional media. Mm. You can, if I want to get the 43-year-old widow living in mm-hmm. Cahar in County Kerry uh, who once went on a, a day trip to, to Knock, I can almost find her on Facebook.
2: You can target her directly, yeah. Mm. Facebook, you can really drill down on the targeting and, uh, you know, you can go by age, you can go by interests, whatever it may be. Um,
0: again, treat me like the
2: Egypt that I yeah. am.
0: How do you do that? How do you get that information?
2: Well, I suppose you have your organic posting. So you if you post something on your Facebook page, that's fine. It will hit the people, some of the people that already like your page. However, if you want to expand that reach, you're going to have to either boost that ad or else you're going to have to do a separate Facebook advertising campaign. Yeah. When I say boost, it's very easy. When you do the post, you'll see underneath, would you like to boost this post? And you can expand your reach to the rest of the people that like your page and beyond that as well. As well, But going back to what you were saying, online advertising, social media advertising, etc., it's a lot more measurable. You know, marketing has always been, in the past, has been the spend that might have been cut. But now you can show real results from campaigns that you have you, run. you can really chase yeah. it, can't you? I mean, yeah.
0: you, you can, how, how many times, what's the, what's like, the rule, isn't it? How many, there's uh, a certain amount of time that you see it before people actually buy into it.
2: Um, no, not necessarily like I'll give you an example right we spent 85 euro for a shoe client of ours right on that 85 euro they made 32 sales out of that directly right and they hit numerous people they hit tens of thousands of people and they made 32 sales They hit them with their shoes hit them with the shoes yeah (laughs) flung the shoes at them but that's that's an amazing
0: return on 85 quid
2: yeah and we were able to see how many people liked shared commented and purchased and how many people were reached as a whole you know and and
0: Fritz then when it comes to the hotel Mm. Do you know the type of customers you
2: want? Well, I think we do
3: now. You know, as I as I've said before, it's it's taken us a good eighteen months to first and foremost establish the brand of who we are and what we're about. And as Judy just said, there, we've now literally in the last tw- twenty four hours launched our first campaign through Facebook, where we are targeting a specific client. Um, you know, we can go into the details, but we're potentially looking to reach about one point nine million people through this specific campaign. Um, and and, we, and if, we, if we get the campaign right, um, the, the statistics and numbers are telling us that we could reach anything between eight to 18,000 Facebook users targeted per day. And we can track their responses if they click through on our specific promotion, which is the Love Cork promotion. Um, we can actually track those click throughs on a daily basis. And we launched it about, I think it was midnight last, midnight last night. And between then and now, we've already had 4,000 users looking at it. And we've had about 200 click-throughs.
0: is there ever going to be a point, guys, where your Facebook feed is going to be nothing but ads? I mean, if, if people are spending... And we're getting into this cycle whereby people want to spend and all of a sudden Facebook becomes uncool and nobody wants to be on Facebook and they Facebook want to be on are, um, Moonbook or whatever is next.
4: Yeah, Facebook are really on top of that. They though. They're are, only yeah. allowing a certain amount, amount of things mm. get out there. And I think mm. that's where things get difficult as well when you are a small business trading that you can't really compete with the big players. Mm. But Facebook took that all into consideration because they want their users to be happy. They know it won't work without mm. the users being happy
2: it's all about being relevant you yeah. know it's, so a, well. it's whatever that that user is interested in and likes to click into that's what they're served and that's how the targeting works with the ads as well yeah. but they are actually I would agree there they are very much going down that route so of managing Is
0: there a, um, an algorithm in, in Facebook that knows more about Facebook users than their mother might and that's how this is all going to go
2: it's all Big Brother stuff. it's the same with yeah, Google and terrible. their quality scores mm. and their relevancy scores and all this kind of thing. It's serious big brother stuff. They do know an awful lot about us and it, and and it is it, scary. it it is yeah. scary, but it works <laughs> it, it works it, i it, suppose it's you know working
0: out. where does it go next uh, because you know I, I I mentioned that ten year difference between mm. the boardroom and the boardroom now the boardroom of ten years' time, where are they going to be spending their money? They're still going to be looking for the same people, aren't they?
2: mm they are, yeah. I suppose it's about segmenting and it's about kind of, um, Again, keeping it integrated and making sure that you're hitting the people in the right places. Mm. You know what I mean. So doing a combination of radio with your online. But I mean, there could be a new Facebook. I mean, Instagram has really taken off. Snapchat has really taken, taken off. off. Well. Um, like Snapchat used to be quite a young demographic, but now you'll find that there's well, an wasn't awful Snapchat lot
0: of just for taking pictures of wobbly bits and sending them to people. It was. Basically. It was. Yeah, and yeah. how
2: times have changed, yeah. even in the short time that it's that it's yeah. been running. You know, so now it's all. We'll say hairdressers, I know there's uh, uh, Sabrina Hill down in Copper in Glanmire, she does uh, a thing called New Hair Revolution and it's all tips about what to do with your hair, what products to use, how often to use them etc, how to curl your hair, all this kind of stuff. She's a mother who's running a hair salon and she has so many followers that are from the young age right up to my age and above. You know what I mean? So they're they're all starting to serve ads. They're coming into Ireland now as well. Even the same on dating sites. They're serving ads there for like, you know, even you know marathons, etc., etc. So, but Facebook really
3: is. as well. If you look at Facebook, you were saying about yeah. this sort of
2: age bracket. Ten yeah.
3: years ago, Facebook was a very new and upcoming yeah. thing. And yeah. my mother is on Facebook now. Same. That's really scary. Same. Yeah. Well, it's it incredibly scary. Yeah. I don't know what's <laughs> up on your. Facebook you know? again.
2: Yeah, I've had to unfriend my mother on <laughs> multiple occasions. And I think that's <laughs> the for, reach for that it has. Now.
0: <laughs> look, it, it's a it's a really fascinating area. And you know what? Let let's come back in a decade's time and yeah. find out what we're talking about then. Maybe one of us will talk of a, a new Snapchat we'd all be multimillionaires. exactly that'd be nice um, Julie Hopkins from Hopkins Communications Fritz Pohiter nearly almost there We're about 90% 90%, there, 90% there. I'll take 90% and Rachel <laughs> O'Connell from Travel Councillors Ireland thank you for joining us in Red Business thank, thank you so God.
1: much Red Business with Jonathan Healy want to simplify how you work combine all your lines of communication with Vodafone One Net Business Thanks to all my guests and
0: to you for listening. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and you can always catch it on our website, redfm.ie. We'll catch you on the next one.